informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome everybody to the newest episode of This Podcast is None of Those Things. Brian here with Elliot. Elliot, what's shaking? Yeah, fine, man. Being impromptu. That's what we do. We we got into a conversation. It's about childhood and crossovers. Yeah. And things, it is things that really should have happened that just didn't. And we don't understand why it didn't happen. Don't. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't use we. Well, I want to hear what you want to don't understand before I don't understand it. Well, I mean, I understand why to a degree, because like, it, it, right off the bat, there are two dominant scientists that dominated our channel. Brian, Brian and I operate, we go back in time. We do operate two different periods in television programming for kids. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Records should show we're a whole five years apart. We're not 15 years apart in age. Yeah, but but back in those days, it made a bigger deal than it does now. Okay, because nowadays they got Google, they got YouTube, and and there's a lot of like things just mixing in the ether. But back forty years ago, before before all of this, you say nasty things like that. like you know back when our mem- went to the, the the earliest regions of our collective memories, right? Because we can't necessarily just pull up Google or pull up exact facts because not everybody that's trying to report on what happened forty years ago is around. Just we'll take it there from there. So when I was coming up, there was a guy on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was much different back then than, yes, what, it it was. than, than what it is now. Like don't compare the two. It was highly it was way more educational, in my opinion. We didn't even have that. Because we there was it was pinwheel and they were more so in the league of PBS's Sesame Street and all that. That's what Nickelodeon was like. If you weren't watching Sesame Street and all of that on PBS, you were watching Nickelodeon. And Nickelodeon had this guy named Mr. Wizard. I Hell don't yeah. I don't know his official name, but it didn't matter at the time because I was I was four and five years of age and like I didn't need to call anybody by their adult by their name because that's not what we did back then when you were a kid. Mr. Wizard, the best way I can describe him is like he is who MacGyver would have become if MacGyver had retired from being a secret agent and because he knew all these scientific tricks and started teaching. Yeah, exactly. Like things that like, it's like, it's all scientific fact. It was all verifiably true. But the thing is seeing it in action and actually having a utility for it was mind blowing all at the same time. And that's what Mr. Wizard was. It was practical science lessons Right, and told in such a way that even a three year old could get it. Okay, so that was my era. Brian comes along and his group. Okay, hold up. No, first off, I got me a whole full on dose of Mr. Wizard. Okay, all right. I did get that early days, although I didn't, I think I missed the very first couple years Uh of Nickelodeon. Yeah, but if you want to watch a documentary about the early Nickelodeon, Mm-hmm. It's called The Orange Years. Right. It's on Hulu. Highly recommend. Fantastic documentary about Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, Nickelodeon, like, they moved away from the educational programming. You can't do that on television, stuck around for a while. Yeah. They were just essentially snatching up, like, shows that they could. Right. Like, you had Double Dare that they, like, it was one of the first things they actually made themselves was Double Dare. Right. And it was amazing. Right. You know, the slime wasn't even Nickelodeon's first. It was, you can't do that on television. Right. Alanis Morissette, that's... Right? And she was literally uninvited. Man, you dug deep on the album for uninvited. <laughs> and this, 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 before the record, Alanis, I love you. And, and, and with me, no matter where I go, you will always be invited. This is like you ought to know better. <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, a little bit ironic, don't you think? Okay, okay, no, 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 we're cutting, I'm, 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 just pump the brakes on these shenanigans. Okay, it's like rain, no, no, anyway, so. <laughs> it's like a damn black fly in your short neck. <laughs> the, the death of a party just a little bit too late, but. Don't, don't do it, no, please. Oh, God, people are wearing headphones listening to this. You just punctured somebody's headphones. <laughs> Like, stop. Okay, let's get back to Mr. Wizard. Because he really... Let's Mr. Wizard how awesome he was. And what... How we're going. around to this conversation was... You mentioned Bill Maher. And for some reason, the guy who popped into my head... Was Bill Nye the science guy. Right. And Bill Maher has nothing to do with Mr. Wizard. Nothing at all. At, at, I, was, I was like... You were talking about, like, taking Bill Maher to task for something. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. Yeah. I was all ready to, like, get after you for going after Bill Nye, the science guy. Right. So, so that's, he, he's, he's crossing over to being that old guy, too. Yeah. Listen, beer's the thing. Yeah, beer is the thing. I do host a YouTube show that is about drinking beer. Yep. And, it, it, and for Brian, beer can actually become a hallucinogen. He starts thinking about things that just didn't happen. And so, yeah, Mr. Wizard, badass. Uh, to me, Mr. Wizard was kind of the Mr. Rogers of science. He was. And he and actually, he occupied, in that time period, the same time period line as Mr. Rogers. Um, and you and I were talking about that. There would have been a nice crossover because of, of, because of where Nickelodeon was back then. And what it was back then, having Mr. Wizard do a guest spot on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. And I'm honestly surprised he never did. Right. Because they because they occupied two of Not like Mr. Rogers didn't dabble with the science, but he wasn't full on like Mr. Wizard. Mr. Wizard, he yes, he wore the sweaters, but he didn't bring off into song and dance like Mr. Rogers did. Right? <laughs> Won't you be my acid? No. <laughs> uh, like and so that would be so the two of them would have been. In fact, you know what? That's gonna be really funny. As I'm talking about Mr. Wizard so much, the guy that comes to my mind, the image, is I can imagine Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart doing a it was a, a an epic or a, a, a biopic on Mr. Wizard and have Patrick Stewart do Mr. Wizard in a movie. So that would actually work. I could see Patrick Stewart. Doing that, okay. Uh, uh, hold on, old man Patrick Stewart, not the next generation Patrick Stewart. I'm talking about like now, he's like eighty something years old. 
So, okay, for the record, Mr. Wizard, his real name was Don Herbert. Yep, you're right. I could see it. And his name was Don Herbert. I wonder if he's any relation to uh, the San Diego Chargers quarterback. Oh, jeez. Same last name. So he wrote a lot of books. He was he was a busy guy. But it would have been good to, like, now, when Bill Nye comes on, I don't know who I would have crossed him up with to do a crossover. The, Bill Nye, to me, and I, so I, I occupied a weird space because I didn't get much Bill Nye. Uh-huh. I've come to admire Bill Nye more since I've been an adult uh-huh. and a actual scientist. Yeah. Like, by trade myself. Right. Like, following him on social media and seeing stuff that he puts out there. Like, I don't actually really have the attachment to him that some people did because of their childhood. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if I remember correctly, he was almost a science-y version of of Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. There was, it was frenetic. It yeah. was, he would drop some science, but it was always about just being kind of... Goofy. Goofy and being, like, lots of cut shots, like, him coming into frame out of nowhere, like, like he thinks it's Chris Collinsworth, or maybe Chris Collinsworth all this time has thought that he was Bill Nye the science guy. Then that would be pathetic for him, because he, because regardless of what type of science they could come up with, he never got the Bengals to a Super Bowl. Anyway, so I just no no wait. I guess I meant in that regard, winning a Super Bowl because <laughs> asking asking someone out on a date that's not really a championship. Actually, going on that date and lasting to the end. I mean, not being ghosted by, by definition. Like whatever. Like even if you're ghosted, you lasted till the end. The well, main end of it, you got ghosted. Right? Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> If she goes to the bathroom and doesn't come back because the date's over, well, you, you made it. Yeah, yes, you, you, yeah, you made it to the end. At least you got to the you, you got to the dinner table. <laughs> yes, cancel her order, order a few drinks, call up a buddy, hang out, and, and start watching the game. That's what you do. <laughs> and if you're a Bengals player and fan, you were doing that a lot in Chris Collinsworth's day. Oh, Just geez. call somebody else up to watch the game. Because if you were smart, you would turn on. Actually, no. And that that day, the Steelers were terrible too. Yeah, <laughs> it was Forty ers or was the Cowboys? Because Cowboys were actually good back then. Then eighties. Yeah, they, they they hadn't fallen off all the way off. Yeah, they they just not falling. Pretty bad in the early nineties, and they came up through the mid. Yeah, the but 90s. but but like we're talking about like eighty five to eighty eight. They were still decent. I mean, yeah, they're still decent. Her, Herschel Walker hadn't lost his mind like we've seen him lose it in politics lately. Um, you know, we are so far off the rails. It's hilarious. So, but back to the crossovers. So, who who else? Would you have liked to have seen do a crossover? So okay, let's we'll stay with Nickelodeon. Huh? Could all that was essentially inspired by in Living Color? Uh huh. Could you imagine the all that in Living Color crossover? Yeah. Homie the clown on all that. Yes. <laughs> Good burger. That would have been epic. And let them give Homie the clown the wrong burger and and or give him the wrong change. And then he goes into a soliloquy, like, well, you think that you were just going to give me, like, two pennies less than that? I don't think so. Hit it with a 
the song with a homie don't play that. Yes, homie don't play that. Did you forget his catchphrase? Homie, the clown, don't mess around. <laughs> yes, man, other crossovers like Nickelodeon crossovers. And then they should just hey, dude with an actual western. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to seen uh, Sesame Street and Pinwheel do a crossover. You know, I missed Pinwheel. Yeah, Pinwheel, Pinwheel, spin me around. Play with a pinwheel and see what I found. And then I said, yeah. And and I will tell you this, the show, like, how, 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 how much I'm enamored with those olden days. I showed Walter a YouTube video of, because, you know, because the big craze for all these kids nowadays is called Beyblade, right? And, and, and Beyblade is basically a spinning top inside of a ball that tops right against each other, right? So, so I was like, I said, I showed my son, uh, I was like, son, this is Grandpa Beyblade. You know, it was the top, the top from way back when with the string. You he got a strangle, he went all deeper with it. It went all spinning around and all that, right? And he was like, he's like, Grandpa Beyblade, this is cool. I'm like, what's my life? And he goes, that's what he said, because it's a top, spinning around. And all of us said, like, so you know what? That would be epic. Have Grandpa Beyblade go against these original, good these, these new Beyblades. These these new tops inside that little jar thing that they got going on, and I was like, that would be an epic fight. I don't love because because they have tournaments around this around this. Oh, I don't understand. There's literally zero actual skill involved. You you spin your top, uh huh, and hope it's not the one that bounces off. Right. So I'm so 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 basically for all you people out there that got the old school tops, spin tops. What you do is, I would love to see you raid the Beyblade tournaments around the country. Bring out old grandpa, spin that sub bitch out there in the in, in that. Let me let me tell you a little something. Uh huh. I didn't have no little tops. Uh-huh. I don't know why I'm like all of a sudden doing it in a bad grammar. I didn't have little tops when uh-huh. I was a kid. Uh-huh. I had this big like eight inch across unit. Yep. That you pumped. Right. You pumped. That's what I was saying about rap. Yeah. Like, yeah, come on. I'll drop that in your ring. It's bigger than the damn ring. Yes, exactly. Because it would be the basically the big show of of of, of tops, right? And, and, and so, bra- it's like Braun Strowman running through the tag division. Exactly. It's like just like written on also you see all these little tops just falling out of the arena, right? Because you know, but but you know, but believe it or not, but, but, we, but we had tops of all sizes when we were. And like I said, so it would be interesting to do, like for those of us of that generation to just this is like that's not a top. This is a top. I have. This would be that would be so epic. That as I'm thinking about it, we need to make that happen. Orlando, Florida, you're on the clock. There's a tournament going down in October. Those of you that are 40 years and up and you still got the old school tops, grab them and come to the Beyblade Arena and drop them on those 5, 10, and 12-year-olds and see what happens. Let's rock their world. Okay, so first off, as we've been going on in this conversation, I have determined the title of this episode. It is confirmed. We are old. <laughs> Second off, I have come up with a a true crossover. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, and Westworld. Okay, where you find out that all the kids mm. are androids. Right. <laughs> well, why, 
While you're at it, contact. 321 Contact was PBS. And I got the magazines from that. I used to be all over that. Yeah. It's almost like I knew what I wanted to be when I grew up when I was a little kid. <laughs> Actually, 321 Contact and Bill Nye would have been an epic crossover. Right? That would have been an epic crossover. Because they, I think they were... They were her math day? No, that was after me. No, no, because because I I would three two one contact. Okay, well I would love I would love to see three two one. I would have loved to have seen three two one contact because I I wasn't paying attention to Bill Nye. But I knew Bill Nye his early stuff was early enough in the final year. It's the, the moment. The final years of three two one contact and the early part of Bill Nye. So that would have been a nice crossover. Right. Right. Okay, I got another one for you. Double Dare crossed over with American Ninja Warrior. That would be epic. <laughs> that would be. That would be. Or this is this is a new one now that my that my five year old loves called The Floor is Lava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be nice with with Double Dare. Yes, because all the Floor is Lava is a kid's version of um, American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because don't don't forget what Legend of the Temple, right? Like you have that with American Ninja Warrior too. That actually might work out better, or it was less trivia. American Gladiator and American Ninja Warrior. That well now now we're going away from Nickelodeon. Well, I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying that. But that still would be a nice. That still would be a good crossover. Do you remember? Was it Nickelodeon that had that cartoon gnomes? It probably does. Like, it was like this, like, cartoon about, like, garden gnomes that came to life and had adventures. It was wild. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, shoot. We got onto this whole conversation just kind of randomly. But I had something. We're going to really change directions here. All right. There was a thing in the news about Brett Favre, Hall of Famer, and apparently scumbag because he's a doting dad. He's a doting dad? Uh-huh. Okay. So here's what happened. Brett Favre somehow ended up involved in a welfare fraud scandal in Mississippi where he was partnered up with the owner of a, or the president of a nonprofit. Uh-huh. And with a former governor of Mississippi uh -huh. and they funneled money out of this welfare program that was approving 1.4% of needy applicants mm -hmm. because they didn't have any money because they were giving it all to Brett Favre. They got $5 million at least to fund a volleyball arena at Southern Miss, uh -huh. Brett's alma mater, uh -huh. and his daughter's school. So, and this is where the whole doting dad things comes comes into play. Uh-huh. As his daughter was playing volleyball for the University of Southern Mississippi. And so he was like, well, let me find a way to get you a nice new arena to play in. I am just absolutely, my mind's blown. Because what happened is I guess they funneled $1.1 of that money uh -huh. straight to Brett Favre. Uh-huh. For motivational speeches that he never gave. So it's going to be very interesting. Like, I think he might end up spending time in jail. So that explains why I haven't seen him in any of those copper... He's not doing commercials. No, 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 those <laughs> copper uh, wear commercials. I didn't... We could have a longest yard situation here with Brett Favre in the prison yard. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, 
I got nothing. I got nothing, you know, for him. I, there's nothing I can say. But like that's if it's as straightforward as you're saying. But I'd heard rumors about it that there was something that he did, but I didn't know, and I wasn't going to dig that far, you know, in the weeds because <laughs> Ben Favre has been past old news. So, like, man, what? You know, but and but all that being said, doesn't surprise me. It is Mississippi. <laughs> And there's nothing about Mississippi. I mean, I'm not going to say there's nothing right about Mississippi. There's probably is some things right about Mississippi. But I've only driven through the state. I have no inclination of ever stopping. And I'll definitely keep on driving through. Because, let's face it, Alabama and Mississippi are basically the same state. Until you get to the southern part along the Gulf Coast. And Mobile's a lot nicer. <laughs> You know, but that's about it. It's funny to talk about Southern hospitality, Southern way of life. Uh-huh. Because I've got a what chaps my ass, and I should probably turn the microphone down for this. <laughs> At the grocery store last weekend, Sunday morning. Right. <clears throat> There's football coming on. I want to be in. I want to be out. Mm-hmm. Apparently, nobody else has anywhere to be. Right. Because they are just lollygagging. Right. Nobody is moving with purpose. Right. And this is what's driving me absolutely nuts. I could have been in and out of that grocery store in 10 minutes. Right. Had it not been for this succession. Literally at Jovi's, I'm looking at bagged spinach. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. You're familiar with bagged spinach. Yep. Listeners, I'm sure you're all familiar with bagged spinach. This lady is standing there looking at this bagged spinach like she's trying to choose... I don't even know. Like, something, like, I can't even fathom what she's trying to choose, that she has to examine these identical bags of spinach for so long. There's literally, like, 20 of them all lined up. Uh She's standing there just dumbfounded. Right. Literally, mouth open, gathering flies. Absolutely. I'm like, and I'm just slowly, the fuse is now lit. Right. All right. And then slowly burning. And I'm just like, move, move, mm-hmm. move. How hard is it to pick a bag of spinach? Finally, she moves like six inches. And I just like jump in. I'm like, excuse me, reach in, grab one of the 20 bags available in the front row. Right. And move on with my life. Get to the uh, egg on. Right now, now, mind you, there's plenty of lollygagging in between, between in the meats and produce sections, right? Yeah, just people standing. Oh yeah, hey, pal. They, you know, they find somebody they know and they just park their carts right next to each other and they take up the whole aisle. Right right. In the middle of the damn aisle. Come on, people! I got places to be. Right. So, we get to the eggs. Uh-huh. There's ladies stand there. Now, all I need is a carton of egg white. And they're right there. Yeah. And this lady, not only is she just standing there, she's parked all up on that door. Right. Like, I have no chance in hell of sneaking in. Mm-hmm. Finally, finally, she moves her cart out of her own way. Uh-huh. Because she's in her own damn way. Right. And starts digging around in the eggs. But she's looking at them once again. Like, she's confused about them and what they are. Like, listen, lady, they're eggs. They all come out of a chicken's ass. Pick a carton. Make sure they're not broken. 
and move on with life. Again, I I, I swear to God, I am not making this up. I stood there and waited for two solid minutes. Right. Because now, not only is she clogging up the aisle, now I'm clogging up the aisle, mm. the aisle by being polite and waiting my turn. Right. Because she can't figure out if she wants a brown egg or a white egg. And I still to this day don't know the difference. There's not one. It's just different breeds of chicken. Right. Literally. There's no difference. Right. I've got 30 feet. I finally get my egg whites. This uh -huh. is, I'm, I'm almost home. I'm almost done. I go 30 feet. Uh-huh. And I run into the same thing at the mill. Now, when I go to the grocery store, like, we've talked, we, we've been talking offline a lot more about it, but I've been doing a good job with staying strict to my diet with the vegetables and protein. Right. And that's it. Uh -huh. But when I go to the grocery store, I like to get myself a little treat. And right. I'll get myself a little thing of chocolate milk. Right. And that's my treat for the week or right. whatever, you know? Right. That's all I want. Right. It's right there. Right. Ladies standing there, mouth open, drawing flies, looking at the milk. Now, mind you, almost all the milk in this case is the same. Right. It's literally like... I'm like, milk has not changed since God invented cows. Pick a jug and go. Right. I I was out of patience at that point. Uh -huh. I just kind of like, I said, excuse me, and moved her cart. <clears throat> and just snuck my arm in, got out real quick. So all of a sudden you felt your inner ludicrous coming in. Move. I'm Get like, out the way. I want to blame this on Southerners. With the whole slow pace of life. Mm -hmm. But I feel like these grocery store shenanigans happen all over the country. Nope. Not as bad, I don't think. I, I don't remember it being nearly this bad back home. So like, right. I've been, I've, I've, like to, to, to add credit, that credo to you, because I've lived, I've, I've lived in multiple states up north, okay? Pennsylvania and Ohio, right? No, it's a southern thing. Cause, cause <laughs> from Georgia... Huge Texas. There's this admiration of like just like the grocery store is like the spot. Just like and it's like it didn't change. The the so yeah. Celery was celery last week. Right. And like there's not some You already know what you want. If you didn't come in with a list, you failed at life. Mm -hmm. And I don't write out a list, uh -huh. but I know what I'm buying every week. Right. I buy the same stuff. Uh -huh. Every week, but see, I was it's not hard, and so I finally I get through the checkout. Uh -huh. We're almost there, right? Almost there. This particular store, it's it's kind of a weird design in that it doesn't really have much for an exit. Uh -huh. It's a little bit of a, a funnel, right? And so you only have like one set of grocery store doors right. to come out, uh -huh. and they always, always. Always have some doofus with their table set up selling some bullshit that you don't actually need or they're probably going to defraud you with. Uh -huh. Whether it be, usually it's power companies uh -huh. or it's Direct TV right. or it's AT&T or T-Mobile. Like, oh, let's switch your home security system. How about we don't? <laughs> yeah. I At the grocery store parking lot. How about, so this particular one was an Obamacare table. Uh, Somebody's selling Obamacare insurance. I'm like, really? 
is this really the place where people should be buying their fucking insurance? I'm already, like, I see that, and I'm like, okay, whatever, that's whatever it is. Uh But they had caught somebody Uh with a cart full of five-gallon water jugs, Uh and were talking to them, literally blocking the exit. Right. And they're talking. And I finally kind of pushed my way through, and I'm like, but as I'm going through at this point, the fuse is gone. I'm done. I'm done being polite. I literally say as I'm walking by, what kind of idiot blocks the the exit to this place to talk about some bullshit insurance that they're probably defrauding them with? Right. Like, I was just, I was done. So you would have, see. I went on the whole way. Josh was with me. I went on the whole way up through the parking lot, putting up the groceries. I just, it was over. I do not understand how people can walk into a grocery store and say, hey, you know what? This is where I want to waste an hour and a half of my day walking around at the pace of a fucking snail and not moving with purpose. I have places to be that are not the grocery store. Uh And that is what chaps my ass today. That you that that you would have uh, you would have really gotten frustrated one day that I was, uh, I was had gone to Walmart. Jay was sitting. Oh God! Hold on, hold on, hold on. You'll love this, right? So, like, like you, I don't want to be bothered with the people that are sitting at the door. One asked me if I want to buy something or like have some relationship with the Watchtower and Jesus Christ and all that, right? So I'm sitting there. And I'm walking, it's like, it's like, as long as you keep on moving, there's no reason to set, don't talk to me, because I'm keeping on walking, right? Do you know that this kid kept on walking with me for a good 100 yards down the, oh, no. I, and I'm sitting there like, he's asking me questions, I was like, well, you know, I don't know, but I'm leaving in about, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving as soon as I get to my car. Like, that's literally. Oh, uh, I have wheeled on those people when they've tried to pull that stunt on me. Uh-huh. I have wheeled on them and be like, I'm sorry, did I sign up for the let you bother me today? Mm-hmm. Go away. I'm not interested. How many times do I have to say no? Had people come to my door. Because, like, and I'm a little critical because I I do business development. I do. I do. We, we You know this. I'm, I'm a financial representative, right? I have a table in the lobby of the founder praise. Okay, but this, it, it is what it is. Like, because it's germane to this discussion. So listen to me. I don't chase people down. I don't do any of those things. I sat down, people walk, you know, by and they have something to say, let me discuss it. Otherwise, it's like there's nothing to to this to any of that thing. Right. Right. And so because people have lives. Like they and you never know what somebody is going through. You're sitting around and when they're walking leaving from one place, going to another you don't because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what you're walking into if you approach them, right? They are anybody can be a shark. Anybody can be a snapping turtle, right? Snapping turtles will bite your shit off. Okay. Oh, so I'll tell you right now, there's been days some of those people if they follow me on certain days, you were itching to get backhanded, right? Like, like just why you would do that? Why you would do that? And and like. Like I said, the people that show up at my door, mm-hmm. you go, you come on and knock on my door and see how I react. That's right. I don't when I'm dealing with a dog losing her shit, mm-hmm. 
Now, I'm sure some people will be like, well, train your dog better. No. It's your house. You do whatever you want. Once you cross the line into my house, it's my house. Exactly. And these people, when I tell them no, they want to keep talking. Right. But somehow that's going to change your mind. There was three Friday nights in a row at one point. Mm -hmm. Somebody supposedly from AT&T showed up. And I walked out there and I said, I'm already an AT&T internet customer. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we can switch over. Like, did you not hear what I just said? Right. Go away. Put out, pull up in your little tablet your customer list, and you'll see I'm already on it. Leave me alone. Stop interrupting my Friday evening. Right. Like, this whole door-to-door ambush people at places where they're doing something else. Mm-hmm. Sales tactic, to me, is complete and utter BS. It is. Cause, like, Get out of my life with that. No, like, like let's just sit back. If the people are interested, they'll come to you. If they saw you, it is exactly. whether or not whether or not they want to talk. let let. It's like anything else in life. Like if we, if you're at a bar, or, or at a restaurant, right, and you see somebody across the room that's that's a, that's attractive, right? You you look long enough to get eye contact, so they know that you're looking, right? If they are interested, there there's nonverbal cues to let you know. So and then, and, and, and but there's, there's also nonverbal cues to let you know, like no, stay yourself. Right over there on the side of the room, too. Like, like, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. We are now in the age of Google. Uh-huh. If somebody wants a product, if I want to change my electric bill, uh-huh. you know what I'm going to do? Hmm? I'm going to pull out my phone, and I'm going to Google. If I want Obamacare insurance, I'm going to pull out my phone, I'm going to mm-hmm. Google. Right. You do not need to bug anybody anywhere in person. Let them come to you. Right. I have one exception to this rule. Huh? Girl Scout cookies. Well, I mean, it's Girl Scout cookies. They should be year-round, camped out in front of H-E-B and Kroger hey, and Walmart and, then, and, then, and then, just camped at my house. Hey, that, there you go. There you go. That's what I said. Like, no, we, we can skip the grocery stores. And just have, come on with the door-to-door. Have, Girl Scout look, 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 look. Just have, look. Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts of America. This is what you need to do. You need to actually set up a table. Let's, let's uh, not actually get them going door to door. No, 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 not like see. But my my colleague has a tendency of talking too much. Let me just let, get to the point of this. Whoa! Uh, because, because 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 he can't. Because as you notice, I'm trying to talk and he still can't shut up. What I'm saying is, he goes through. What you need to do is set up a table outside my house. All you gotta do, all you gotta do, is bring them chocolate mint cookies and those lemon cookies. Leave them right there. Leave me an invoice. I will pay it. I will pay it, right? I will pay it. I'm good to go. The check is in, in the, the mail. Like I said, just like we can do this. We can make just send me a send me a QR code. I'm telling you, we don't we don't yeah. pay this on. We don't, we don't need to be like we can you do do this. You get more money that way because we can cut Amazon out of the deal so that way there's no third person charging. It's just me and you. I'll get you your money, <laughs> and we're good. I I love the Girl Scouts. They made the best cookies in the world. Because the Boy Scouts tried to make Boy Scout cookies, I'm sending them the heck out of the neighborhood. I'm not saying that I'm being an equal. Oh, but I'm saying like boys can't cook cookies as good as girls can. That is a lie. That is true. 
Everyone's it, had my pumpkin whoopie pies. I want now, you to retract that. A statement. whoopie pie is a whoopie pie. It's not that a cookie. True cookie. It's, it's not a cookie. Icing between it's, not them. A, it's not a cookie. No, it is totally a cookie. It's not a cookie. It's a whoopie pie. That's a pie. Because we are way over time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this episode of This Podcast is None of Those Things. Check us out on social media. Maybe we'll put the is a whoopie pie a cookie or a pie. Oh, cookie, says the guy who makes the pie, because that's the name. <laughs> on Facebook, at None of Those Things. Also on the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Check us out on Instagram at this.those. And check us out on Twitter at this underscore those. Coming soon in the next, actually, it'll probably be coming out this week. Brian's Beers, episode four, Oktoberfest, will be out. So give that a look on the YouTube channel. This podcast is none of those things. And with all that, thank you once again, and we will see you next time. Good.